Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. What's happening, everybody? Sometimes you're just wrong, right? And I'm on, I'm definitely wrong about this organization and this time. You know who they are, but I didn't. This is Wishing Star. This is Katie Prue. Katie, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. We know so much of our employees have been a part of uh, Wishing Star, been Wish Kids. Um, We know the organization, but I don't think our listeners do. We might know of it, but we want to know more. So what's happening in the world of Wishing Star? So what we always like to explain is we are a local nonprofit organization Mm -hmm. and our mission is to um, provide hope and uh, wishes to local children age 3 to 21 who are battling a life-threatening or terminal illness. And we service all of Kootenai County, Spokane County, and the Tri-Cities area as well. So a big area. Yes. How many wishes a year are, are you granting? Yeah, so really proud. In 2023, we granted 16 wishes. and Wow, in, that's a lot of kids. It is. And then in 2024, we are slated to grant at least 20. Yes, that wow. we have on our docket. And we have just about 50 wishes in waiting right now. That's a lot of need. Yes, it is. Yeah, how, how does your team kind of work through that to make sure that you're granting, you know, How's that work? Yep. I guess that's what I'm so, thinking. So um, one very unique thing about yeah. Wishing Star Foundation is we have three separate programs. So uh, kind of our bread and butter is always wish granting. That's how we welcome the kids and families into the Wishing Star family, as we call it. But once they are brought in and um, their doctors deem them qualified for our programming, um, we have two other things that we offer. One is called Beyond the Wish. And it is our program that um, we use to keep all of these kids and families engaged. We say once a wish family, always a wish family. And that happens while they're a wish in waiting before the wish is granted and then all the way after the wish as well. So we provide um, something at least monthly for our families to come together or come together and gather in community. We think that's something really, really important. It sounds powerful. Like people can be together in whatever they've been experiencing. Exactly. And it's people that are facing similar circumstances. Um, and just to bring them together, and I was explaining to someone yesterday, it's it's magic to sit back. Yeah. Um, we were at one recently at Mobius, and there was two moms talking about how she was struggling to find a lift for her child because he was getting too heavy for her. And another mom popped in and was like, let me tell you. Let me tell you where to go, and these are the resources you should use. And I said, yes. That's what we do. We Connection, provide community. Yep, mm-hmm. And then we also um, provide um, activities for the kids to do. So Mobius, uh, tickets to baseball games, uh, Disney on ice. And we look for community partners to help make make that happen. Um, but just provides a little bit of hope and happiness um, during some of the hardest times they'll ever experience. Well, it's incredible that it exists. It's a nationwide program, but based in local areas right yeah so we are not Uh, nationwide really uh nope we only operate in spokane and tri-cities what so this was just uh in my mind because you're so well connected (laughs) i thought it was a a big program yeah so um well you heard it here everybody no it is local 100 (laughs) percent local so um we depend on local funding um to bless local kids wow i was sure wrong one of our um one of our employees her name is uh I guess ex-employee now, her name's Nicole Garcia, and um, 
she her kid was a wishing star kid, a wish kid. Mm -hmm. And she said it was one of the most impactful things that ever happened in their family. And her, you know, her daughter is dealing with brain tumor and just all sorts of stuff. And um, she was so connected to that program. And she said it changed her life, her family's life for the better. And they like they saw a future when they didn't necessarily see one at the time Mm. and that really impacted me when she would tell me those stories it's like damn yeah um that's just one person you're doing 16 20 a year yes yeah and all from the help of um community members and Mm. businesses and volunteers and individuals that that come together and help us make these wishes happen um it's it's a wonderful thing that Spokane provides how did you get involved Um, so I got involved, a good friend of mine invited me to an event back in 2016 and, uh, me and my husband were sitting at a table and we just said, we, we need to do more like this is, this is incredible work that these people are doing. And so we jumped on as volunteers. And so I was an event volunteer for quite a while. And then they approached me to serve on their board of directors and I served on their board of directors for three years. Um, was vice chair up until May of last year when our um, current executive director was um, retiring. And the rest of the board approached me. And <laughs> like, I have, hey, Katie, yes, what I do you have, think? Yep, I have um, a uh, work history and nonprofit. Um, that's where most of my um, experience comes from. So they asked if I would kind of uh, come on board completely full time. And um, I was honored and excited and didn't look back. Yeah. And so you're all coming up on a year here. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close. Just about. Yeah. Just I joined uh, middle of May last year as an executive director. So that's awesome. Well, tell us about the vision. Like what where do you see the organization going? How Mm -hmm. are you going to impact more people? Yeah. So kind of like I touched on earlier, I think something that makes us really unique is our Beyond the Wish um, program. So what we have planned for 2024 and where we're going to take it is we wanted to expand that support. Um, We know that granting a wish is so important, but um, a family's journey doesn't end there. And a lot of times that they are still seeking treatment long after the wish is granted. So something that we have launched in 2024 is what we're calling our uh, medical and travel support grants. And um, any family that is part of the Wishing Star family can apply, whether you got a wish 15 years ago or you're a wish in waiting. Um, they can apply if, a, if their child needs to seek treatment away from home. A lot wow, of times, I'm, I'm sure that need is so great. Right? It is Sometimes so great. It's really complicated. You can't get all the services here. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so we provide everything from food support, gas, lodging, airfare um, when families need to travel. A lot of times families can afford for, you know, maybe just mom or maybe just dad or a guardian to go along with the child. But we realize that realize that it is so important for them to have support, too. So if we can provide grandma or grandpa or a best friend or, you know, if the both parents can go, um, that's really important for the family unit as a whole when they're going through something like that. Yeah, because it's not just like the medical interventions, right? Yes. The whole package. Absolutely. Incredible. What's the origin story? Now I'm really curious because I haven't been so wrong about something in Spokane (laughs) in a long time. Um, Because I've been here for a forever Mm -hmm. and so yeah where how did this start yep it started um we are celebrating our 41st year 
which is super exciting um, that we've been around that long. So um, her name was Karen, and she was an elementary school teacher locally, and she had a child that was diagnosed with cancer in her class. And um, it really uh, hit her um, that a child was going through this that she knew personally. And she said, I, I, I want to do something. I want to bring them joy. I want to bring them light. And Wishing Star was founded. Whoa. Yeah. Saw a need, fill mm-hmm. a need. The yep. Spokane way. Yes. <sighs> and she now lives in southern Idaho, but still is very involved with our programming and talks to us often. And um, we keep her informed of all of the happenings. And we're, we're very blessed to have Karen still. That's incredible. How do our listeners get involved uh, with the organization? Yeah, so we have um, a lot of needs, uh, volunteers especially. All of the information can be found on our website, wishingstar.org. But um, you can volunteer from everything from being an event volunteer, which uh, we've got a big event coming up here in Spokane and Tri-Cities, Send a Friend a Goat. I know we'll probably talk about that later. Um, but then also we, we are always looking to get the word out. So we need volunteers to go and help us at community events. Um, and then also with our wishes. Uh, coming on board and helping. What does that look like? Um, So sometimes we have volunteers that come on and say, you know, I want to own this wish and let me help you make it happen. So they help us reach out into the community, find those community partners um, that will help us, whether it be a bedroom or a backyard makeover, um, finding those contacts that'll come in, um, volunteer their time or their products uh, to bless these kids. It's incredible. You talked about the goats. Yes. Uh, that's a great event. Our executive producer, Dana Devine, uh, loved that event, was a part of that event. What do you call it? Not the herder. But what <laughs> the, do you... the goat wrangler. Goat wrangler. <laughs> she was a pro. Yeah. Well, tell us more about that, the folks that don't know about that. Yeah. So that's our next um, big, fun uh, fundraising event that is happening here, both in Spokane and Tri-Cities. Spokane is going to be at the end of April, April 22nd through the 26th. And Tri-Cities will be May 20th through the 24th. Um, and right around the corner. Yep. Yeah. Coming before we know it. And what we do is we send goats around the city. So what you can do if you want to send a friend a goat, you can log on to our website, order a goat for $75, and it is uh, delivered by some of our amazing volunteer goat wranglers um, to their place of business, their house, and they get to uh, take pictures, cuddle with a goat for a while, and then for a donation of any level, they can send it away. That's that's perfect. What a fun program. Yeah, it I, is a I lot of fun. I think I got exposure to that in Leadership Spokane, mm-hmm. um, seeing some of those groups kind of get involved. And it just, I've never sent a goat. Listeners, if you send me a goat, <laughs> I will match your donation and double it. You heard it here. I want to touch the goat. So, yes, yes. That would be amazing. Um, heck yeah. So what other events are, are you putting mm-hmm. together? Um, so we just wrapped up our uh, Wishes and Wine, A Taste of Spokane. That happened on January 27th. It was um, a wonderful success, and it could not have happened without community support. We had over 26 local breweries, wineries, and restaurants come in and donate sips and samples wow. for our um, attendees. And we were so very thankful for them. And uh, people had a great time, and it was really successful. So that's what 41 years in the community can really do. It's like you're known. People want to be a part of this. People want to, and you get to share that mission with them. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I'm uh, I'm really blown away right now, Katie. <laughs> I'm uh, in a really awesome way. 
what are some of the stories that really impacted you? Because like it's one thing to be at a table, right, and see an event. I'm sure you're hearing some yeah. stories. You're like, okay, I want. You said it. You and your husband wanted to do more. Then you volunteered on the board. It's a whole nother level to raise your hand and say, yep, I want to be executive director. Yeah. Like any stories that really like impacted you to make that decision? Absolutely. Um, the first one that really comes to mind and what got me very involved was our wonderful wish child, Jazzy. Um, she was a wish child out of Tri-Cities and she was uh, diagnosed with cancer when she was in high school. And her wish was to go to Hawaii. And um, unfortunately, uh, we weren't able to make that happen before she passed. But what really impacted me was the level of support that I got to witness as a volunteer that Wishing Star showed her family after her passing. So um, we also have a program called After the Wish. And what that is is in the unfortunate circumstance that one of our wish children pass away, uh, Wishing Star comes in and provides bereavement support. And um, what that looks like is they help plan the service, uh, financially help with the service costs. And then also on the sixth month of the passing, they send the family away um, to a, a weekend vacation wow. um, just to kind of reconnect, celebrate the life of their child um, and stay with them. And that was just one of those things that really hit me. And I said, this is, this is unique. And um, we weren't able to grant her wish, but her mom is still very, very involved with our program, even came up from Tri-Cities for our Spokane event um, a couple of weeks ago. And just to see that type of, as we say, family that Wishing Star becomes, um, I just knew it was something special. It is. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really rarely at a loss for words, but that something that can be homegrown be so impactful and and continue to grow. I'm just glad that you're you're leading the way and that Thank it's you. not just uh, a calling really, but you know, like you're it. <laughs> like these are your people. This yes. is what you want to do. Absolutely. Where does that come from? From you, you said that um, nonprofits are kind of your experience. Like why why that world? You know, I've always just loved being involved with something that I believed was was greater than myself. Um, and just seeing the work that a few individuals can put out into the world and the ripple effects that that can cause. Um, it. I believe in that too, by the way. Really? Like wholeheartedly. Yes, yes, yep. yeah. And um, one small act of kindness really can make the difference. And, um, you know, yes, we're we're impacting 16 to 20 new families a year here in Spokane, but how that can ripple out and hopefully they, they put that forward. It's just always been something that, um, drew my heart in and I feel very privileged, uh, honestly, to be able to be involved in something like this. I can imagine. So, and yeah, that ripple effect, I just, I know it's true. Like one person, one event, one thing, it just, it can start whole movements mm -hmm. and, and those positive changes. And that's kind of like where this podcast started when, you know, Dana's idea, she's like, I want to talk about something that's good. It's like, that's where it started. And who knows what, like, we'll probably never know what's happening, like the real <laughs> impact, but we yeah. don't care because it's like, yeah, let's, let's go. 
Yeah. How many people on your staff are like making this happen? Yeah. So we are a very small but mighty team. So there is a total of five of us. So there's me. Um, we have uh, Cindy Guthrie, who is our uh, director of development and community outreach here in Spokane. Um, we all know Cindy. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yes. And that's why we love Cindy. Um, and then we've got Avery, who is our programs manager here. So she works directly with um, the Wish Kids and their families, planning their wishes, um, making sure the Beyond the Wish events happen. Um, and then we have an office manager who helps keep us all in line and organized, Darcy. And then down in Tri-Cities, uh, about a year and a half ago, we hired Ashley to help us um, manage our programming down in Tri-Cities and our community outreach down there. How did that grow into Tri-Cities? I could see just because of proximity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> proximity and we saw a need. And um, we had a uh, our past board chair who just transitioned off in January um, was friends with one of our board members here in Spokane. And he told a great story at our last event of how Gary uh, reached out to him and said, hey, you should get involved. And um, we have a program called Circle of Friends where people can give to our program monthly as small as $5. Um, which really helps us sustain our programming uh -huh. year round. And um, Gary reached out to John and said, hey, I really care about this and you should join Circle of Friends. And um, he jumped on in the Tri-Cities and that really helped us identify the need down there um, and grow more in that area. It's incredible. I, and growth is hard. It's like, how do you do it? It's like one thing just to do it in one location. Like we're in three states right now and we're about we're going through a merger right now. Skillskin mm. is so mm. we're uh, joining up with an organization that's in fourteen states. Wow, has almost two thousand employees, um, and yeah, it's daunting sometimes uh, just to see how that goes. But you just do it, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, there's the need. Gonna Gotta take a leap of faith. <laughs> Our world is jobs for people with disabilities. That's why mm -hmm. we exist, and you know, and you're helping grant wishes for kids and wrapping around families who really need support. Any other dreams for like going any other places? Um, I would really love to see us have more of an impact in Northern Idaho. Mm -hmm. um, uh, right now we do uh, service many families in Kootenai County, um, but I believe um, up into Bonner County, uh, up in that area, there is a need. And as we can adequately support it with staffing, we would love to expand more into those areas. I can see it's just a, a natural fit. Yeah. Ooh. Well, listeners, get involved. Let's help Katie and her organization grow into, you know, filling that need in North Idaho. What else is on your mind? What are you thinking about? What do you think about Spokane? What do you think about supports? What can we more can we do for, for your organization? Oh, wow. Um, oh, we are just always looking for community partners to help us make these wishes come true for families and children. Um, What's it cost? Like uh, yeah. uh, the average cost of a wish is $9,500. Yeah. So this is significant. Yeah. yeah. As travel expenses have gone up, uh, cost of goods have gone up. It's really impacted our organization. Definitely budgetarily. Uh, but, but we don't want to slow down. We yeah. want to keep going. We want to keep growing. Um, so that's where community support comes in. And we, and that's why we love Spokane because they've showed up time and time again for our kids. And you can do it with money. You can do it with your time. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, you're like a backyard radio, so even your talent, yep. you can mm -hmm. come in and get involved. Absolutely. 
anything that you can share right now that you're working on that maybe uh, Ooh, wish wishes is brewing? And yeah. happening? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, something fantastic yeah. that we saw happen um, with Power of Social Media was uh, we have a wish kid named Brody. And he Hi, is, Brody. Yes, he's um, currently undergoing uh, leukemia treatment, and his wish is to go to Hawaii and catch a big fish. I like that's him it. already. Yep, that, that's the <laughs> only things he wanted to do was catch a big fish in Hawaii. Um, but as we all know, traveling to Hawaii is quite expensive, yep. and um, and we always send the whole family too. That's something we really believe in. That's a commitment. It is a commitment. We send the entire family um, on a wish because not only when families are going through this does it impact the wish child, but it also impacts their siblings um, in the family unit as a whole. So it's um, something we really uh, hold firm to is that we send everybody, whether they're a family of six, eight, or four. So um, they wanted he wanted to go to Hawaii, so we put it out there and said, well, we're going to need some support to make this one happen. Um, and we just put it on social media and said, hey, can anyone help us get Brody and his family there? The response was, I, I still get emotional thinking about it. The way that people just, we were getting messages like this. We couldn't keep up wow. with the people that were like, I've got a timeshare. Where do they want, what dates do they want to go? Oh, I just moved from the big island. I have all these friends. Let's set up a, a fishing charter for them. And um as of right now, we have his entire wish planned, and the only cost to Wishing Star is going to be um, a little bit of per diem because we provide meals while they're there. Wish family doesn't pay for anything when they're on site, and um, their airfare to get there. So we had somebody come in and give wow. lodging, all of the activities, and everything. So how quickly um, did that get put together once you put it out there? Oh, it was the like it, it was it was so fast a week. Wow. And we had everything reserved, locked in. Um, we even had people saying, hey, I've reserved it for this week just in case I want to make sure you have an option. That is so cool. It was so cool. And um, our entire fa our entire uh, staff just, I think we were in shock and awe for a long time of just, we always know people are willing to step up and help us, but um, to see it happen that fast and um, with that much intensity was was humbling for sure. That's the best part of social media i think for me like yeah. we all know the bad parts no doubt but just being able to connect people who want to help mm -hmm. like our first guest on this podcast was rick clark um it's not giving back it's yeah. giving back now um mm -hmm. giving back spokane right yeah, yeah. dana's he on the board he, yeah he um, shared brody's post and i'm sure probably part of that response was thanks to him so us coming together and partnering as nonprofits is is a magical thing as well. Well, I've been watching that part. Like it's like okay, this is this is cool. People want to help. You just got to give them a a way to impact and that's yeah, to layer on the connections between the nonprofits. There's power in that. Mm -hmm. Um that's one thing I've noticed, you know, even just since doing this and interviewing a ton of people and getting to know the community in a better way. The best nonprofits are the ones that are saying, hey, how can we do stuff together? How can we yeah. impact together? Uh, leveraging those relationships. The ones who are kind of like, no, nah, we just do our own thing. And they're siloed out. And they're just, they have their people. They're doing great work, no yeah. doubt. But the ones who are making the big impact are just like, hey, let's, let's find those places where we connect. Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. 
I love it. And you said uh, Gabe Tesh. Hi, Gabe. Yeah, hi, Gabe. Gabe. Uh, was a wish kid. That's cool. Yes, he yep. was. He um he was uh, uh he was welcomed into our program when he was undergoing cancer treatment, and we sent him to a NASCAR race. That was his wish, and um now he comes back and supports our program in so many ways, and it's so fun to see that entire um. Uh, his entire journey come full circle. Um, just this year, he adopted one of our families for Christmas. Uh, we do a Christmas giving program where our families can apply to um, receive support during the holidays. And um, we adopt every member of the family and provide gifts and food support for Christmas. And he jumped on and adopted one of our families, went shopping for them, delivered the gifts, and even attended our event this a uh, couple weeks ago. Always fun to see Gabe. Yeah. Heck yeah. Good, good young man. Going places. Yes, absolutely. Well, I am so sorry that I didn't know that, uh, yeah, Wishing Star was homegrown. But I am glad to know it now. And I bet I'm not the only one. All right, listeners? Some of you may have thought something that too. Or it's just me. I don't know. But Katie, any parting thoughts today? Anything that you want us to know? Anything you, you want us to get involved in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you want to get involved, we're going to be launching our Send a Friend a Goat volunteer campaign here in the beginning of March. Uh, it takes about 10 teams of three people every day of the week uh, to make our uh, goat fundraiser happen. So we rely a lot on volunteer support. Um, or if you'd like to refer a child to our program, um, you can find all that information on our website. Um, and anyone can refer a child. That's something we always like to say. Friend, family member, um, doctor, acquaintance. Um, anyone can refer a child. Katie, thank you so much for educating me and us and just uh, sharing that light. Like you can just see that connection to this mm -hmm. and, and the kids that you're helping, the community that you're building. We're, we're happy you're in Spokane and giving your talent to this organization. Thanks for bringing us into it. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for having me and thank you for providing this opportunity.